Welcome to this South Australian Grain Industry Trust podcast, bringing you the latest in grains R&D. Barley, it's a much sought after commodity, but the risk of head loss is often enough of a reason for farmers not to plant it. G'day, I'm Drew Radford and finding a solution to this problem has been the focus of a team working with Associate Professor Matt Tucker from the University of Adelaide. To discuss what they've found, Matt joins me in the Saget Podcast Studio. Matt, thanks for your time. G'day, Drew. Matt, tell me first of all, how did this project come about? Yeah, this is an interesting project because it involves a bit of agronomy, it involves some genetics, and it involves some mechanical engineering. I sort of fit into it as a geneticist, I'm right in the middle there. It came out of discussions with a colleague at Sardi, which was Dr. Kenton Porker. We were talking about some of the challenges that barley growers were facing in South Australia, and one of the top challenges that seems to crop up year after year is head loss in barley. And this is a problem because what you can actually have is a really vibrant, healthy, barley crop coming through and just as you get to harvest what you might experience is some of those heads actually falling off the ground so you're losing yield and in some seasons historically it's proved to be disastrous you can lose up to sort of 30 percent of your yield due to head loss so we were discussing ways in which we might be able to solve this problem using a combination of agronomy genetics and sort of engineering principles i find that a really unique mix matt and a a really interesting way to approach the problem and the head losses occurs in a couple of different ways from my understanding yes you can lose yield i guess in a number of ways through what we call sort of mechanical constraints and the one that we've been looking at is head loss and that's where you see the heads snapping probably within one to three centimetres underneath the head. It's part of the plant called the peduncle. So that peduncle snaps, the head falls to the ground, you can't harvest it. There's another way in which you can actually lose a head or lose your yield, and that's through something called brackling. This happens a bit further down the stem. So it's at the base of the peduncle and the heads can bend. And that means that they may not get their full capacity in terms of nutrients that's coming through to the grain. Sometimes they'll retain them. Sometimes they'll also fall to the ground, which means you can't harvest them. And the third one is lodging. And this is a mechanical constraint that happens at the very base of the tiller of the barley plant. And this means that the barley plant will effectively fall over and lie on the ground. So that can't be harvested, it can't fill its grain, and that's absolutely lost yield. So there's three ways that you can challenge the plant in terms of its mechanics, but the one that we've tried to focus on in this project was head loss, so that one where it snaps at the top near the peduncle. Now, Matt, in terms of the project, I understand there's been a couple of different approaches to this, and it started a while ago. Yeah, so there's been a few projects run on head loss over an extended period of time. Some of those have been invested in by GRDC. Obviously, they've identified as a big problem. So we contacted Saget about the possibility of trying a couple of different things. One was to try and test the efficiency of different plant growth regulators. So these are regulators that you can apply to your crop in season. And there's been some evidence to suggest that that can actually protect your crop against losing its heads late in the season, even to the point of having a slightly delayed harvest. So that's one approach that we wanted to consider. 
And we also wanted to look at the sensitivity of different cultivars that represent the different growth types available for growers. Things like the compass types, the Spartacus types and planet, which is one of the newer cultivars, which has done really well in Australia. So we wanted to assess the genetics of it as well to see whether we could kind of pinpoint cultivars that might be more or less sensitive that might give us some more breeding targets moving into the future. Now, Matt, I've been having a bit of a look at the project. You get to play with some great gadgets, so I want to find out a little bit about what was involved. Very detailed analysis, and also you've been trekking around the state. What did the project involve? We had eight trials across the state over a three-year period. Those trials spread all the way from the southeast, so down at Millicent, right up through the Mallee sites at Cook Plains, up to Tarlee, mid-north and and across to the York Peninsula. All of those sites have varying problems with head loss depending on the year. So we thought it would be good to capture them, different soil types and and the different cultivars. So what we did is we obviously ran the trials to look for head loss. And the way we did that was by using a delayed harvest concept. So you know when your crop should be harvested, then you delay and delay and delay and keep scoring the likelihood that heads are going to be falling off those particular cultivars. And what we also did is we collected material from all of those trials, particularly the peduncle where it connects to the head, because we knew that was the region that was sensitive. And we took that and put it into effectively an X-ray machine, which is present here at the Wake Campus. And that allows us to look inside the peduncles and start to sort of make out, I guess, the skeleton of the peduncle to see if there was any difference that might explain why you were losing heads in a particular trial and why you were not using heads. So that was some of the new kit that we were making use of and it proved to be quite interesting in terms of understanding why these heads might be falling off or not. Amazing technology and it's led to some results and conclusions. What did you come up with? Yeah, so we got some intriguing results using the X-ray CT technology. The way we found them is we took samples from the field We took peduncles from cultivars that we knew were losing their heads. And then we took the same cultivar that had been treated with the plant growth regulator. And this is an application in season that just slows down the growth of the peduncle a little bit. And it does shorten it up a bit, but not too significantly. So it doesn't impact yield. And we took those peduncles, we put them into the X-ray CT. And that X-ray CT effectively gives you an X-ray of the peduncle, pretty much like we'd get if we were going in and having an X-ray to see if we've got a broken bone. And what it showed up is in the peduncles that have been treated with this plant growth regulator, they were accumulating sort of really dense material inside the peduncle tissue that seemed to be strengthening it. We hadn't seen that before in any of the other cultivars that we'd been looking at. So it looks like the plants were responding, accumulating this really dense material, and it was helping them to retain their heads. So by using the X-ray, we've now got a target that we can look for in different barley lines and different breeding lines to see whether we could potentially select for that that might allow us to find a more robust genetic solution to protect the heads on the barley plants. That robust genetic solution, though, is a longer-term thing. That's going to be a while coming down the pipe, and, and I'm sure growers will eagerly anticipate it. In the short term, though, you've got that growth regulator. I'd imagine the application time of that is really, really important. 
It is. There's a couple of growth regulators out there which you can use. The one that we've been testing, the chemical name is Trinexapac Ethyl. Its registered trading name is Modus Evo. It's registered for use to protect barley against head loss. So that one is the one that we've been trialing. It's certainly available. And if you want to protect your crop using Modus Evo, then you'd need to be applying at approximately what we call Zadox stage 37. So it's reasonably late in development, but before the heads are emerging, of course. And What we found is that there was no impact of that particular application on yield. So we were maintaining the yield, we were strengthening up the peduncles, and we tested a range of cultivar types that kind of reflect the most profitable and most widely grown types, the compass types, Spartacus types, and planet types, to look at the sensitivity of them to this particular regulator. And it seemed to be really valuable for compass and the compass types. That was where we got the most benefit. Spartacus itself is pretty tough against head loss. So we found no need to actually apply the plant growth regulator onto Spartacus. And Planet was a little bit the same. It's also quite robust. Depending on the environment, it did vary a little bit between the Southeast and the Mid-North trials. So that's something to consider when you want to apply this regulator is what the cultivar is that you've put in and whether it's really going to respond to this growth regulator. But you're spot on. The timing of application to protect heads is really important. That's that's later in the season. The other bit of timing I get from what you've been talking about is harvest timing. You need to stick to a plan and that's often easier said than done. Yeah, when you're managing a number of crops and potentially high value crops and quite variable conditions, it is really hard to prioritise. That comes back to the grower to understand what they need to do. But in terms of what we showed, absolutely harvesting on time was the best possible way to protect your barley yield. There was no two ways about it. You could apply a growth regulator and you could certainly protect it for a a period of around about 7 to 14 days. However, still the best yields we were finding were from the on-time harvest and that needs to be navigated in terms of when you see catastrophic fire days coming up and particularly following that fire index we found that every time there's one of those days that happens the chance of you seeing head loss is increasing dramatically so if you see one and you've still got heads then you need to make sure you've harvested them before the next one comes along obviously it's easier said than done but that was clearly a an important factor in maintaining the yield from your crop. Matthew you've spent an enormous amount of time on this What's the next steps for you? We've been really fortunate that Saget invested some money into this project and we think we've got some really intriguing results and they seem to be quite happy with where we're going with this. So what we're doing at the moment is we're talking to a number of the breeding companies who are operating in this space to understand what they see as a priority and most of the breeders consider head loss to be in their top three traits of what they would like to find a genetic solution for. So we're certainly engaging with them. There's also some clear interest from GRDC. I think they've received reports from multiple regions about the importance of this trait. So what we're trying to do is target some of the features that we found, particularly in terms of management using these plant growth regulators. We'd like to try them on some of the newer varieties coming out to see how they perform. And then using some of the properties that we found in the peduncles, so in the stems that seem to strengthen the stem, see if we can actually find them in new breeding lines that we might be able to bring into the breeding populations and test in new environments. So yeah, that's where we're going moving forward and hopefully we can deliver some of this to industry and to the growers sooner rather than later. Well, Matthew, I imagine industry and growers in particular be very keen on seeing where this heads and the solutions that you come up with. For now though, Associate Professor Matthew Tucker from University of Adelaide, thank you for taking the time and joining us for this Saget podcast. Cheers, thanks Drew. 
Thank you for listening to this South Australian Grain Industry Trust podcast. Sagat invests around $1.8 million a year, supporting research crucial to advancing South Australia's $4.6 billion grain industry. These projects deliver real improvements in countless areas of grain growing, farming systems, soil management, harvesting, storage, processing and marketing, and they also provide technical information to growers. To find out more, visit sagat.com.au.